Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric and today uh, I am talking about AEW episodes 3 and 4 and uh, even more so I wanted to talk about Borderlands 3. Um, I, I just beat the game on my first playthrough uh, early, early this morning and uh, I stay up way too late because of it. And then I end up staying even later, staying up even later, uh, working on packing up boxes and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, um, yeah, I really, really, really like this game. Um, I'm going to keep on playing more, do second playthrough, do some more missions, all of that stuff. And I'm finally almost caught up to be able to do, uh, be on par with, um, uh, my, my cousins there. So, uh, I'm, I'm, su- I'm still super excited about the, about the game. I don't want to spoil anything about it, but I really like the story. Um, it, it had me, uh, had me guessing at what's going to happen, uh, next at like every, every main mission had, uh, you know, it, it all advanced the, st- every mission advanced the story in interesting ways. So, um, yeah, I really recommend it. I think my favorite part, this isn't really a, I guess it is kind of a spoiler. Uh, there is a character voiced by Chris Hardwick and there is a side quest. Um, I forget which planets planet it's on. I think it's on Eden six, but, uh, you go to all different planets. That's also a spoiler. Um, so sorry about that. Um, but you know what? I I didn't think about it. I I I think there's only the one um area that has different gravity. All the other planets I think all have the same gravity. I don't know. Maybe not. But anyway, um there's this side mission. It's a uh, late it's it's pretty pretty late down the road when you can actually do it. But um there is a character, so I guess it's kind of a spoiler this character doesn't die. Uh, up until this point and not at this point either but um oh what is the character's name vaughn vaughn is the character and he's voiced by chris hardwick and he sends you on this mission uh that you end up going and playing a um uh a psychos uh you know the bandits uh there's there's a band of bandits and there's one of them who runs a game show and Vaughn hacks the system so that you can win the, win the game show. And, um, after one of them, I don't know if it's, uh, kind of random, his responses, or if it's always the same responses to the first question and the second question or whatever. But, um, he, uh, at one point he says, Oh, you got the question, right points. And that made me so, so happy. Uh, cause of, of course, anybody who's seen at midnight, that is a reference to his, his time as host of at midnight. He was the host the entire time of at midnight, but yeah, you know what I mean? So that was my favorite part of the whole game. That isn't a spoiler. And there's some other parts that I really liked that are spoilers. So I'm not going to talk about those. Um, the crazy amount of guns. Uh, so I played as, and I'm still playing as the gunner. I forget her name. Um, <laughs> they don't say her name. They, they say vault hunter, like for everything, which makes sense. It saves a lot of re recording lots of dialogue. They just say, Hey, vault hunter. 
and it applies to all four of the characters that you can choose from and possibly five or six if they add more they're going to add more characters down the line of course they are they did that with borderlands 2 why would they not do that with three um i should get the season pass i i have the season pass for xbox but i beat it on playstation 4 um, I should have just bought it on PlayStation 4 to begin with because uh, that was a. It was my first. Xbox is my digital console. I only buy. Up until this point, I only buy digital games on there. Um, although when I first bought it, I bought Minecraft Story Mode with it and then never played it. But anyway, that's not the point. Um, all of my games on Xbox One are digital until now. And then I ended up getting it on PlayStation 4 also anyway. So I should have just gotten it on PlayStation 4 to begin with um, because the the person I thought I would maybe play with on uh, Xbox, they I didn't play with them at all. So there you go. Uh, mistakes were made, lessons learned, and just stick with my stick with my plan. Stick to the plan of having uh having one console be all digital and the other console be all um uh physical discs not all physical discs i have a bunch of digital games on playstation as well and a huge huge hard drive on that i don't have a huge hard drive connected to my xbox um i just have the best only the best games that i will play the most often uh which is mainly forza horizon forza horizon four four three four 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 I think. Anyway, the one, the newest one. Uh, that game's really, really good. Anyway, um, anything else about Borderlands? Uh, guns are really cool. Oh yeah, so I'm playing as a gunner, and uh, if you do the one, the tree that I mostly pumped all of my points into, um, basically ends up uh, giving you like infinite ammo, uh, more or less. If if you operate correctly uh, basically there's one um, perk at the end of that tree that you constantly regenerate it's five percent of your magazine per uh per second and uh that works the best with large magazine um uh weapons at least during battle it's the best during that um if you use it for like a, a low a low magazine count like uh like a four shot sniper rifle something like that uh you can still get that benefit of it but you gotta like wait between shots to make sure that you don't run out of um out of so that you don't run out of ammo in your magazine then you reload and then you're you're out of that bonus because it only regenerates your magazine it doesn't regenerate your um your backpack of ammo as far as I know, there might be additional perks or add-ons or whatever that uh, give you infinite, basically regenerate your stuff in your backpack as well. But uh, yeah, uh, I also ended up, I, I don't know if this is always the weapon you get at uh, when you beat the main story, basically. Um, uh, I got a pistol that is not as powerful as some of the other pistols I have um, in my inventory, but it has infinite ammo. Ammo. It doesn't even show how much ammo you have for pistols. 
It's just it just goes. It shoots really fast. It's basically uh, an automatic pistol, um, and I, I think you can just hold it down. I, I feel like I've been hold, just holding it down um, and firing with really bad aim, and it's fine because they're just firing tons of shots, and it's infinite ammo, so it doesn't even matter for that particular gun. Um, but with all those perks, uh, also with uh, the critical hit regenerating ammo for a certain amount of time, um, that helps a lot with that as well. And um, yeah, you just get to a point where you got uh, all the powers you need to, to really not have to be very good at the game to keep advancing as far as in the regular mode. I'm sure Vault Hunter mode, it's got to be very, very hard, I'm sure. But anyway... Yeah, I like it. Uh, uh, the Iron Bear is awesome. I feel like it's. I am not going to be able to play it as any other class because I rely way too much on like, oh, I'm about to die. I get into the Iron Bear, then I'm basically invincible while I'm in there. Um, uh, from how how I've upgraded all my 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 tasks, uh, not tasks, stats, and all that abilities, the the skill tree skills. That's what I meant. Um. So yeah, Iron Bear is awesome. Um, I I just have the the two mini guns because I have the perk that increases your damage if you have the same um, the same weapon applied uh, equipped to both hands, uh, both arms, arms, arms of the robot exoskeleton thing. Um, so yeah, I recommend that as well. It, maybe it's making the game way too easy to be able to just jump into the Iron Bear and kill everything. And then it cools off and you're, you have like one or two guys left to pick off. Um, but it's, it's fun. It's fun. And that's all that really matters, I think. Um, okay. So that is my, that, those were my thoughts on Borderlands 3. Now uh, let's talk, turn my attention to uh, the last two weeks of AEW. These are from October 16th and October 23rd. Because uh, all the travel and everything um, of the week that it, is gone of October 16th. Um, I did not, um, I probably could have watched it, but I, I just wasn't, um, I, I, I got sidetracked by other stuff whenever I had, uh, when I did have like TV watching time. Um, there's a lot of driving on that trip too, but anyway, um, we open up the episode of AW, uh, episode three, uh, with, SCU being attacked by the Lucha Bros while they're coming out for their match against the best friends. Um, SCU wins that match. Uh, it's Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky. I think Scorpio Sky replaced um, uh, Chris. Is it Christine? Christine Christopher Daniels. I forget his name. Um, the, the other SCU member. Um, he was. I don't think he was even out there with them. I'm not sure. But anyway, SCU wins that match. So they advance to the semifinals of the um, tag team tournament. Um, then we have Silver and Reynolds versus Santana and Ortiz. I think this was. I think this. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't think this was a tag team tournament match, but I. It might have been. But anyway, Santana and Ortiz win that match. Um, I don't really remember a lot of the specifics for all this because I watched it like all at once and it was right after I had art had just watched a whole bunch of other stuff. But 
um it was still good so the thing is with me um at least for right now uh nxt is the clear winner for for me personally like i will tune into nxt and even next week i will be there for nxt in orlando i am so excited for that and uh so yeah for me personally nxt is one and it's gonna and it, it would it would basically just take nxt just not being good anymore to for that to change and even then i probably would still will still stick with it because uh times before when it has has lulled a little bit it comes right back and it's come right back every single time to just being awesome like like if it's if it's kind of kind of dragging a little bit just wait till it'll take over and the things will just be kicked right back up all, all of the notches so um so yeah i think it would it would take a lot for AEW to be my main show i i feel like right now nxt is is my sh- my favorite show every week um you know i kind of i, I kind of really didn't consider it that because sometimes I just didn't feel like it was that must see week to week before they they went live and went to two hours. Now it's so packed, it's so so awesome that it's like uh, okay. So previously, two hundred five live, I would say was my my go to like my number one show. Now it's consistently it goes NXT two hundred five live right behind that. Both of them, them are very awesome. Um, and then Raw and SmackDown somewhere down below that. And uh, AEW down around those as well. Um, not due to the, the quality of the wrestling or anything like that. It's just I'm not, I'm not as excited or as into it as I am with NXT and 205 Live. So, um, yeah. So that's just my personal preference. Um, and I might or I, I haven't decided decided yet i think next week is gonna have some pretty interesting matches um so i probably will check out uh check it out i'll I'll keep on checking it out if i can at the very least i'll i'll check out highlights but um anyway uh that we then had Britt baker versus riho uh this was a championship match and riho uh, won to successfully defend her championship uh, then we had Marco Stunt and Jungle Boy versus the Lucha Bros. This was a um, a tournament match, and the Lucha Bros won. Uh, so Marco, he um, he wasn't originally going to be in this match. It was going to be um, Luchasaurus, but uh, he had some kind of injury, and so Marco stepped in and was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Jungle Boy is always a lot of fun to watch, too um all right so i i'd say my favorite people uh the whole really the whole reason i like i've I've watched any new japan or all elite wrestling now or uh all out last year which was before all elite wrestling existed um like most of my interest was for watching kenny omega matches um so of course he is still like my one of my top if not my top i'd say he's my top um uh interest in aew but there are a few who are growing on me more and more and uh 
obviously if you go online you see most of these guys are also gaining quite uh quite this the support outside of uh the pre all elite hype these guys are the, the ones who are gaining the hype here now that they are on uh, they're gaining the hype after coming to AEW, uh as opposed to having the hype and then coming over if that makes sense um so some of these guys of course uh jungle express uh um marco stunt jungle boy and luchasaurus they are so much fun to watch um my other uh, top interests would be uh, obviously kenny omega i guess um i am very interested in all of 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 pax matches and um a, a little bit of of moxley i'd say he's he's some he's approaching being up there for me um and then of uh and then darby allen he's just so so entertained to watch um he does so much crazy stuff and yeah yeah so i'd say those all are the people who really grown mjf is growing on me too um so yeah there you go there you have it um we had uh speaking of pack and moxley moxley and pack teamed up to fight uh adam page and kenny omega uh moxley at one point gets upset and just leaves leaving pack to uh fight the other two on his own but pack ends up did did he actually did he end up winning i circled it but i'm not, I'm not sure if that makes sense i don't i don't know maybe he'll make i i don't remember but it was it was a good match i i'd say that was my favorite match of this episode um and then we had darby allen well maybe this this match was really good too um darby allen versus chris jericho uh for the heavyweight championship in a street fight i think it was a street was yeah yeah it was no was it was it yes yes it was because i was thinking when uh i think a kendo stick was used and aubrey uh the referee she just she was not she was uh unfettered by the use of kendo sticks and i thought wait why 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 are they allowed to use that and then when they start bringing out the chairs and stuff as oh right this is a street fight they can do all that stuff so anyway this match was very good i i enjoyed it uh darby on doing some incredible things uh there's uh a whole section of the match when his his hands were binded together with duct tape um and so he did all kinds of jumps and flips and dives without the use of his arms which is pretty remarkable so so kudos uh all the kudos to uh darby allen for doing all that crazy stuff but chris jericho did win um and and, uh because jake hager came out and attacked darby uh which was i whether or not the the referee saw it it was legal because it's a street fight there's no disqualifications stuff like that so um yeah that got um jericho the upper hand and um he uh i think he won with the the walls of jericho something like that so yeah a pretty great main event um also this week's that week's so the night before um aw dark episode two um i only watched the main event of that um of that episode which was kenny omega versus joey janela and that is super super good um so go check out that 
check that out. Um, and so this week on the 23rd, they had a follow-up to that with Omega versus Janela in just a re- regular match. Because I think their dark match was was a street fight or, or something like that. Or just a hardcore match. Whatever it was, they were able to use all kinds of weapons and stuff. It was great. But um, anyway, in episode four, which aired on October 23rd, we opened up with uh, Private Party versus Lucha Bros. Another tournament match, which Lucha Bros. won. And then we had the Dark Order versus SCU, which SCU won. And so the finals match to crown the first ever AEW Tag Team Champions will be next week. And it will be between Lucha Bros., uh, Ray Phoenix, and uh, Pentagon junior is a pentagon junior yes i think so um versus scu uh scorpio sky and uh frankie kazarian i believe still um and uh yeah yeah that's that that will be a pretty killer match um i'm excited for that um one of the things i wanted to talk about with the tag team wrestling um on aw uh, there were a couple of matches in week three that I was just kind of baffled by as far as if they follow tag tagging rules. And I was kind of in that mindset as this more recent episode happens and um and they they, they tightened down. Um or maybe I just maybe I just wasn't paying attention well enough the the week before, but uh they were they were utilizing the the tag team rules actually tag it because there were a lot of sequences the previous week that I just lost track of who was actually legal. And it felt like the people who were in the ring to finish, like both of the people at, at a couple of points, it's, it felt like they were not the legal competitors in the match at that point. And it wasn't, didn't seem like it was being addressed or anything like that, but in fairness, uh, the following week, it uh, seems that the rules were abided by much more closely, and uh, there is even a lot of time on commentary spent on uh, talking about the differences between their the tag team rules here and uh, the tag team rules that uh, especially uh, the Lucha Bros would be more used to in um, promotions down in Mexico and stuff. You know all the lucha, the, the lucha style tag team rules, which is really like, um, kind of like, from what I understand, it's it's um, you can swap in just by like rolling out of the ring, um, and e- and even that is pretty loose, I think. So uh, more like a tornado tag team match, but with uh, it seems sort of a like a gentleman's agreement to uh to to what was i trying to say uh to honor the 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 spirit of the tag team thing not just to have like two on one for like five minutes at a time something like that that uh there is like that intent of keeping it as uh you know tagging in and out in some fashion but anyway um so yeah dark order versus scu scu one yeah i already said all of that um we had kenny omega versus janella a sequel to that dark match the previous week 
Um, and uh, Kenny Omega won that match via One Wing Angel. Um, I believe he won the match on AEW Dark as well. If he didn't, I'd be really surprised. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a good one to check out. Um, we had Cody and the the rest of the inner circle go up through the audience to go to their private club club box clubs club level seats the their private box whatever it is uh they're there watching the rest of the show and causing some problems and stuff until later on um uh let's see i i like kind of summarized everything for the rest of the show in like four words um i'll get back to that there um no, I'll get, I'll get to that now. Uh, Cody, and uh, he comes out and is talking. I honestly kind of skipped a lot of this um, and just caught up when they ended up going upstairs and then picking a fight with, with the inner circle and they brawl in like the concessions area and all that kind of stuff. And then Jericho, for some reason, was sticking his ticket um, to his forehead, like licking it and sticking it to a forehead. I, I don't understand what... The intention there was like i don't i don't know i don't i really don't know i didn't hear i didn't see anybody talking about it it seemed like something that was done that i was trying to get people to be like oh yeah he's got the he's got the ticket on his forehead that's the thing now that that kind of thing i didn't see anybody talking about it at all so i don't i i, I really don't know I don't know what to think about that. So moving on, um, Cody, Dustin, MJF, and DDP go after the inner circle. And uh, so that brawl ensues, and that's kind of fun. Um, the best friends and Orange Cassidy, they uh, come out. Uh, Orange Cassidy is not in the match, uh, but he's there at ringside with his with the best friends um, to fight the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks win, and they accept the challenge issued by Santana and Ortiz the week before so they will face each other at full gear. Uh, so that should be a pretty good one. Um, then we had Jamie Hayter versus Britt Baker. Uh, Britt won that match via lockjaw. Um, a little bit of a bummer to, to not have any Riho on this episode. But um, and, and maybe she was in, the dark, in one of the dark matches or something. Like a tag team match of some, some fashion. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see you next week's aid. I'm sure somebody posted what all of those matches actually were. Um, and then we had the main event of uh, Moxley versus Pack. And unfortunately, I did get this spoiled that it was going to end in a draw. So that kind of uh, took away a lot of the, the, the suspense of um, who is going to win or not. And um, so so yeah i the only problem i have with it is that i was i didn't get get to watch it before it was spoiled for me um like it does uh in my opinion and this is something i mostly agrees with some stuff that i read from um other discussions and all that is that if you have a time limit then the time has and if you have the time limit and nobody ever exceeds it then why is there there's no point in even having the time limit right um so since they do have the time limit and they make a point of like saying throughout having warnings throughout the match how much time is remaining all that kind of thing then it makes 
it, it's got to make sense that uh, some matches are going to end in a in a in a time um uh in a draw because of uh because of running out of time a time limit draw that's what i was trying to think of so um yeah i i don't know if i would have i would have seen that coming um during the actual show if i if i was watching it live um i think i would have been pretty pretty into the match a lot more into the match than i actually was because i did have that in my in the back of my head okay this is going to end in probably like three minutes and now in like two minutes it's probably going to end and that's it um so uh yeah yeah i don't i forget (laughs) i lost my train of thought there um time limit draws i think yes they have to they've got to happen otherwise why even have the time limits um so that's what i that's what i think about it um so that was that everything yeah i think that was yeah that was everything um another game i really want to recommend because i played it a whole bunch at uh my sisters with uh with my with my uh nephew and my my brother-in-law we played this game called lunacy it is um oh what is the name of the company it's the company that makes flex and all that um all those types of games um but uh yeah the the game is called lunacy and it's a it's a matching game it goes really it's like really easy simple to learn um but we we had a game that ended up like having to reshuffle the deck the entire deck like two or at least two times i think it was just the two times but that yeah that's a, a lot of um uh it's a lot of fun and i recommend it so yeah i think that about does it i i figure i I make this episode pretty long and i still have to watch uh smackdown from tonight um because i i have uh, some some extra space i cleared up some space so that i could could post the new comics episode um hopefully i'll check that that out um i think i post i think i got it posted pretty sure i did um so yeah uh we're nearing the end of october so what's coming up what's coming up next will be the uh this week's smackdown episode um then i might uh do a separate episode talking about um uh all the fun stuff i have planned for uh for saturday which includes uh comic book day uh like the halloween fest deal at my local comic book shop uh, uh hall of justice uh collectibles hall of justice what is what is this it's hall of justice collectibles and just collect i don't know um in parker uh so that's gonna be a lot of fun and then i'm heading downtown to uh see doug benson and a special halloween episode of i love movies or i love scary movies is this episode um that they're gonna do and then uh head over to lucha libre and laughs to see shotzi blackheart's final match with lucha libre and laughs against anaya the lll champion which uh i think very much well that would be pretty that would be pretty cool if she won it and then vacated it immediately um i i would really dig that that because everybody's expecting her just to lose because 
she's going to NXT. So this is the last show that she can do. But if she won and then vacated the title, that that could be interesting. I don't know. I don't follow month to month. I only know as much as what happened this last month at, at uh, Luchley Rain Laughs. So anyway, um, I may do a, a, an episode about that, especially if I go see like a movie afterwards or I am going to see the one, the new One Piece movie. I forget the name of it. It's like One Piece Dagwood or something, something like that. It's not called that. Why? I'm going to look up what it's called. Uh, I'll definitely do episode of it. Well, although if it's snowing a whole lot, then I might not go. But anyway, it is called One Piece Stampede. What did I call it? Dagwood? I got I got the number of syllables right. That's that's worth something. That's not worth anything. Um So yeah, all that coming up, and then of course uh this week's Monday Night Raw, and then I'm seeing Lucia 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 uh Cirque du Soleil in the theaters, and then headed out to 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 Florida to see NXT live in person next Wednesday. So stay tuned for all of that. We're going to talk about it all here on TIW Podcast. Uh, let me know what you thought about this episode and any any episode, really, uh, by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all of the infinite multiverses, and I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.